As a small business owner, have you ever felt overwhelmed by the pressure of choosing the right hire or leading a team? Or have you ever found yourself tolerating a bad hire because you fear trying and failing again as you repeat the hiring process? If so, you're not alone and you are in the right place. Welcome to the Growing Your Team podcast. The Growing Your Team podcast teaches business owners like you to expand your unique business by teaching you to master the hiring and team management process. Hiring and managing a team does not have to be a challenge. You just have to learn to do it right. And the Growing Your Team podcast teaches you how to become a confident leader who hires right every single time. Now, let's jump into the show where each episode, you will learn tips on how to identify what type of help you need on your team, how to source amazing candidates, how to conduct interviews that lead you to your idea team member, how to onboard successfully, and how to lead every person in your business so you have a team of rock stars who you are happy to pay every single paycheck. So let's jump in and teach you how to hire like a pro. Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here, and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Today, we're going to talk about working with a recruiter during the hiring process and why it is a benefit, even though it can come with a what seems like a significant cost. So let's start with what does it mean to work with a recruiter? Now, there are a few different types of recruiters out there, but we're just going to boil it down to a simple definition. A recruiter is someone who takes over a lot of the upfront work in your hiring process. So they post the job, they review candidates that come in, and they complete interviews. So that way, as the hiring manager, you can focus on just completing interviews with people who have already been de- been determined qualified for your position. And maybe not qualified in every aspect, which is why you still need to meet with them, but at least meet the minimum qualifications that are needed to get to that interview with you. So recruiter takes all that upfront work off your plates so you come in at a later stage of the process, complete your interviews and make a decision. All right, so now that we know what a recruiter does, why should you work with one? Why should you pay the cost to work with a recruiter? So we're gonna break this down into two different things. The first is when you work with a good recruiter, they're not typically just taking what you give them and running with it. They're really helping to figure out who it is you need so that way they can identify the right person when they're hiring for you. So a great recruiter is not gonna say, all right, you need an account manager. I've hired for account managers before. I got this. Let's just run with it. A good recruiter is going to really help figure out what you need, who your idea candidate is, and create a process around that idea candidate. This means that when they go out, they're looking for the account manager that is right for you and not someone who's good at at just being an account manager for any organization. They're really going to be specific and they're going to help you do this because they have that outsider perspective. So while you might say, this is important to me, 
they know how to take that and put it in a way where someone who is not a part of your organization can understand what you're saying and what you are meaning there. Because that's one of the things that tends to hold people back when they're trying to find their idea candidate is they think that they're saying all the right things, but you're saying it from a way that you have to have been in your organization to understand what you're really saying. And you need to be able to communicate things from an outsider's perspective. What does this mean to somebody who has never worked a day in your organization, right? So a recruiter helps with that. A recruiter helps take what you're looking for and connect it to the idea candidate. The other thing, and this is the most important thing, is a recruiter saves you time. So if we go back to the signs that it is time for you to hire, it is time for you to add that next person to your team, it is time for you to get more work off your plates, time is a big factor in a lot of the signs. As a business owner, you're typically lacking time when you go to hire. There are things that need to get done that you're sitting there and saying, I can't do. This keeps dropping down on my to-do list because these other things are taking priority. I literally don't have time to respond to that client right now. I don't have time to take on new business because your time is limited. Even though as business owners, we're willing to put in a lot of hours per week when needed, our time is still limited. We still only have so much energy to give in the time that's available. And if you think about it, if you are hiring because you are lacking time, do you really have time to navigate the hiring process yourself? Let me ask that again. If you are lacking time in your business and that's why you need to hire, do you have time to navigate the hiring process yourself? Because let's look at what takes time in the hiring process. You have to post a job. All right, posting a job doesn't take that much time, but you still have to do it. It still has to show up somewhere on your to-do list. You have to then review every candidate that comes in. Sometimes I'm working with clients that get over 100 candidates and you have to review those resumes to make sure you're bringing the right people in for interviews. We advise that you do at least two rounds of interviews. So that way, anyone who passes to the second round has another interaction, another interview before a decision is made. Why do we do this? Well, because typically we want to find out more from a candidate than really is feasible in one interaction. And two, people sometimes show up differently the second time around. There are candidates that will be your front runner the first time around that then quickly fall to the bottom of the list when they're met with again. Whether it's you meeting with the person twice or different people meeting with that that person. So when are you going to put these interviews on your calendar? Because candidates have a lot of opportunities out there. And if you say, all right, well, I had someone that applied today on a Monday and I don't have time this week to review their resumes. I'm going to review it next week, next Wednesday. All right, a week and a half has already gone by since they applied. They probably assume they weren't getting called in for an interview. But then you contact them on that Wednesday and you say, 
all right, I would love to interview. You look at your calendar. The first time you can start getting interviews in is the following Monday. So now from when this person applied, two weeks has already gone by before they have their first interview. Then a second interview is needed, but you want to get through all those first round interviews first. And it takes you two weeks to get through all those first round interviews because you only have so much time to give. Plus, you needed to find the time to coordinate with these candidates when they're available to come in. So now we're looking at a month between when this candidate first applied and when you're done with your first round interviews. You still need to do those second round interviews. So, okay, let's say you get all those second round interviews in in, and done in a week. All right. Might take a little bit more time by the time you make your decision on who moves forward. You schedule those interviews. You bring them in. But let's say you're only bringing about two people into that final round. So you're able to then get that done in a week. We're looking at five weeks from when that person applied to when their final interview is. Five weeks. You still have to finish those interviews and you still have to make a decision. So then we're going to look at, all right, that next week you're going to make finish those interviews and make a decision. We're at six weeks. You then make an offer to that candidate. Typically, candidates have to give two weeks notice at their job. That's two more weeks before this person can start. So from the time that they applied to the time that they are starting with your company is eight weeks. And you had work to do every one of those weeks. There are things in your business that didn't get done. Let's say you meet five candidates for the first round. That's still two and a half hours if you met with each one of them, 30 minutes, that you have to find in your busy schedule. And you need to do that close together. You still need time to make your decisions. You need time to meet with those candidates that second time. And even if, once again, you only bring two of those five forward to that second round, we say that interview should be an hour, that interaction should be an hour. So you're looking at another two hours there, but that's not all the time in between. So when you work with the recruiter, all that upfront time is saved from your plate. Someone else is posting the job. Someone else is reviewing every resume that came through. Someone else is doing all those first round interviews. So all you have to do is show up for those last round interviews and make your decisions. So when we talk about, and very rarely is it only five candidates that, that are really qualified for that first round interview, but if we're talking about, once again, five candidates, that right there from the interview time alone, if it was a 30 minute interview, is saving you two and a half hours. There's all that time that took you to coordinate those interviews. There's all the time it took you to review a resume. And let me tell you, if you are not skilled at reviewing resumes, if it's not something you do all the time, it is probably going to take you from three to five minutes to review each resume. So if you get a lot of resumes, that's a lot of time it's going to take you to review resumes. You really need to dedicate, I would say, a minimum, a minimum of four hours a week to be successful in the hiring process. And that will still have your candidate starting eight weeks out from when they initially applied for the job. Do you have four hours a week to dedicate to the hiring process? Some weeks is probably going to be more if you want to move through things quickly. Chances are you don't. If you had four hours of extra time a week, 
you might not even need to be hiring right now. The thing is, you don't have that time as a business owner. And that's one of the benefits of working with a recruiter is you can focus on your business. You can do the tasks that really need your attention and someone else can be helping to facilitate the hiring process and get you your idea candidates. So if you are putting off hiring, if you are realizing that you're not getting the person that you need simply because the fact that you're so overwhelmed with work that you haven't reviewed resumes, that you haven't scheduled interviews, then it's really going to be beneficial for you to consider working with a recruiter during the process, someone who can really help you. And that's one of the things that we do here at Growing Your Team. We do full service recruiting. So if you are interested in exploring to see what that would look like for your business, I highly encourage you to schedule a call. Go over right now to growingyourteam.com jumpstart and schedule a call so we can see what recruiting would look like for your business and how it will save you time so you can get your idea team member on your team while still being able to serve your current clients, focus your attention, time, and energy where it needs to be, and not feel that you're drowning in work as you go to hire your new team member. Because what happens when that happens? Typically, business owners become overwhelmed. They rush to the process. They start taking someone who seems good instead of really doing their due diligence to make sure they're the right person for them. And then a lot of times they get the wrong person on their team, which then they either suffer with a not so great person on their team or they have to let that person go or that person leaves on their own because they realize they're not a match and you have to start the whole process over again. So it's very important that the time, attention, and energy is put into the hiring process so the right person can be added to your team. And if you don't have the time to give their proper attention and energy to the hiring process, find someone who will help you through it. And before we wrap up today, just one of the things I want to add is handing hiring off to your assistant, if you have one, is not always the best idea. Occasionally, you'll have assistants that are good at hiring, that know everything to do, and they can really help you with the process. But unless it's something that they have skills at, that they have done successfully multiple times in the past, you're not doing yourself any favors by having an assistant help with the process. Hiring really is a skill that needs to be learned. And your business cannot afford to have someone gain the skill through trial and error. So unless your assistant is skilled at the process, make sure that you are doing your due diligence to gain the skills you need to be successful or leave it to an expert. All right, so that's just a little bit of the benefits of working with a recruiter and why it is often worth the investment. Because typically the time you save and can focus on the current needs of your business far outweigh the money that you will spend working with a recruiter. So we're happy to chat over here at Growing Your Team. Schedule a call with me and let's see if we can help you with your current hiring need. Are you ready to hire a new team member for your business and you want to ensure you hire the person who can succeed in the role, make you happy, and positively impact your bottom line? Then let's talk and see how growing your team can help you 
master the art of hiring. Through bespoke hiring frameworks and comprehensive guidance, you will learn how to attract candidates who have the passion you desire and the skills needed to succeed. At Growing Your Team, women entrepreneurs and leaders work with us to help them expand their unique businesses by teaching them how to hire like a pro. Let's connect and see how we can help you. Send me an email at jamie at growingyourteam.com. That's jamie, J-A-M-I-E at growingyourteam.com or head on over to growingyourteam.com slash jumpstart with jumpstart being all one word And let's talk about how you can become a confident leader who hires right every single time.